streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Good morning. This is uh, Rick Bonfin Ministries. I know him. He's a good man, and uh, he uh, he loves you and, and blesses you this morning. Amen. I know that you are uh, in your house or in your car, or perhaps you're just taking a vacation somewhere, and you want a little bit of Rick Bonfin. So this morning, I'm going to give you a lot of it. And we're going to begin with John fourteen twelve. Now, John fourteen twelve is uh, there are three verses that are very very powerful because it says that he who believeth in me, the works that I do shall he do also. And of course. Uh, these words were left as a comfort to the disciples. So you have first to look at the package. You know, he's about to go to the cross. He's about to de- de- uh, leave them. And and uh, those left behind after the resurrection would have something to say. And so it is a time of, uh, of a lot of uneasiness. Because the Lord is uh, preparing His disciples that He would be gone forever. Not forever, but He would be gone. So, there we are. What are we going to do with this? How to approach this? Verily, verily, I say unto you, He who believes on Me, the works that I do, shall he do also. A very, very, very enticing versus Scripture. And so, first of all, let's take a look at uh, He who believes in Me, the works that I do, shall He do also. And greater works than these shall He do, because I go unto My Father. 
So, let me get some help from you guys. How about uh, Acts 2.43? The works that I do, what type of works we're talking about? He who believes in me, the works that I do. What does the works mean? It means all kinds of miracles. Not necessarily the same miracles, but the kind of thing. It meaning that uh, that miracles are, are are different from each other. For instance, signs are 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 healings, but wonders is restoration to that which it was. Such as in John chapter four, there was a man who was blind from birth. That's a wonder, creating that which never existed, healing from illness of any kind. So what Jesus was saying was that, uh, what is Acts 2.43 says? And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And so, imagine after Jesus was gone, the signs and wonders began to happen in the life of the apostles. Fulfilling the prophecy that Jesus stated on verse 12 of chapter 14. Now we need to get this to the bottom of who we are, and we're going to get to the bottom of who we are today, and how we see this thing in terms of today. And I want you to, to hear this, a very important Bible study this morning, in order for us to understand where to fit with the experience of the Holy Spirit that we have had. All of you that listen to me, had a confrontation, had a ministry of the Holy Spirit happen to you. There's thousands of you out there. And in order to put our experience with Scripture and make sense out of it, it's necessary that we sort of uh, understand it. Okay? Uh, so here we go. So the basis of the whole thing begins in to believe. Believing in Jesus. Which is not just believing, but being discipled, being created being built up, being born into the understanding that Jesus is the Son of God. That's a lot of there in believing. Believing is much bigger than what you uh, consider. It has in, having had the experience to know that He touched you. You know the song, He touched me, oh, He touched me, and oh, what joy has filled my soul. That is something that you cannot uh, argue with anybody. Because if Jesus has touched you, then you, you have an experience. It's not a head knowledge, but it's in the heart. So the idea here is that Jesus would leave them, the disciples, as a shepherd without sheep. Since Jesus had the power, Jesus simply said, I want you to have the same power. So, verily, verily, I say unto you. In other words, this is important what I'm going to tell you. He who believes in me as the Son of God that came from heaven, as the Son of God who, who introduced the gospel for three and a half years to them, that's what it means, believing. Amen? The works that I do shall he do also. And of course, I already told you, Acts 2.43 where the disciples did exactly what Jesus did too. They, 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 
Amen. Now the next verse, the next section of verse 12 is part B. In greater works than these. Now that, that gets a little confusing. Nobody can top Jesus. If you're trying to somehow tell me that I can do better than Jesus, I, I, I'm, you, you just got me. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to agree with that. Because uh, he, he is number one forever. Amen? But you have to understand what he is saying. What the disciples did, the miracles they performed, they did it in his name. In the name of Jesus. So that just uh, takes the air of the balloon completely. Right? The works that I do, shall he do also. But in his name. So it's not a question that you can do it by yourself. It's a question of doing in the name of Jesus. Now, did the disciples use the name of Jesus? Did the disciples cite the name of Jesus in everything they did? Exactly. They did it by putting their faith on Christ. Look at, uh, 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 he told them to do it. How about Matthew 10, 8? Ten eight. Look at Matthew ten eight. It says, "Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely have you received, freely give." So, now, what the Lord is saying is that if you put his, your trust in Him and you learn of Him. As you pray for other people in the name of Jesus, a lot of things can happen. I'm a witness of that. I, I'm so, I, I've, I've heard hundreds and zillions of times, God, uh, Rick, when you prayed for me, I was healed of this and of that and of that and of that. I've seen it for the last 50 years, a lot of times, a lot of things. But I've never taken it to the idea that there's something in me that makes that happen. I just haven't been able to sort of uh, have a fat head or get proud for about it. Why? Because I did it in the name of Jesus, so He's the one doing the healing. <laughs> so what is your job then? It's to pray. You pray and let God do whatever He wants. When you say in the name of Jesus, you are translating the power of attorney to him, and he will then, in effect, implement that which is his perfect will in the life of those who receive. That is the fundamental, basic idea of RBM in the last 50 years. And listen, I, 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 wanna, I don't want to brag here, because that's a sin. Prideful is a sinful thing. But 55 years doing this and surviving, it's a miracle in itself. It's a miracle in itself. I just, I just keep on wanting to say, God, you're so good. You're so good. And I think one of the reasons, one of the why God, so many people have been wonderfully blessed by this little tiny little ministry, you know. When I was about time to 
come up with a word for the website. The word that I got from the Lord is Lateran. Well, uh, I don't even know how to spell it. One R is supposed to have two R's. La, la, ter, rain. Two R. It's one R. Which complicates the whole thing. And suddenly there's at least uh, thousands, well, thousands of people throughout the earth communicating with us to lotterain.com and, uh, and, and they are just... Uh, uh, so so who, who did that? The Lord did that. See, God can... Work things out. Uh, we're about to begin teaching on the word prophetic, which is a dirty word in American uh, theology. It's unre- uh, is not respected, is misunderstood, is not comprehended, and it's something that even the assemblies of God stop using it. But I want to tell you that when when the Holy Spirit spoke to John. The, the Apostle John in the Isle of Patmos, the words, the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. It is something very important to know that, that prophetically, all I did was to pray for healing in the name of Jesus, and God healed. It doesn't make me special. It doesn't make me uh, anointed. You know, a lot of people say, oh, Rick, you have an anointing. I'm, not really. I had a call from a man from Virginia. says, Rick, I need these trips because just to be with you in Cuba or Brazil or whatever, I just, I just recharge myself. You're not recharging on me. I'm running on, uh, on alcohol <laughs> fuel. You know, very weak fuel. <laughs> I don't drink. I'm talking about instead of gasoline. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm nothing. But because I depend on the name of Jesus and I say in the name of Jesus, then Jesus honor it. And so that's the same of the apostles. You know, they, he told them, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have, freely give. Now, if Jesus came today in the American church from the pulpit of First Baptist downtown Atlanta and said this, That would just raise a lot of questions. We can't have this type of thing happen in our church. So he told them to do it. So Matthew, now, okay, greater things than these. Now, no miracle is a little miracle. Every miracle is a big thing. But some are greater than others. Then we can understand some have the quality, the essence, the built-up in it, that is greater than others. For instance, Jesus healed by being, uh, by, by a touch of the hem of his garment. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. He just passed him by. That woman with a flow of blood came from under the legs of man and touched the hem of his garment. And instantly, the, blow, the flow of blood stopped. How, 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 how did she know? Ask a woman about it and she'll tell you. But when Jesus ascended into heaven, the disciples, Peter, 
healed by passing by in his shadow, healed those that were laying around the streets. The shadow of the apostle Peter healed people. That's a greater work, isn't it? Am I communicating with you? What I'm saying is, is that I want you to be open to the idea that God can do greater things through you in spite of who you are. Oh, Rick, you know, I'm just a Christian. My head, I have a problem, I have a sin, I have this and I have that. If you are following Jesus under the conviction of the Holy Spirit, asking humbly for forgiveness and repentance. Now, the gifts and the call are without repentance, which makes... Anyone who prays in the name of Jesus uh, be guaranteed that there's a result. No prayer returns void. No prayer returns void. Uh, on the 23rd of, uh, of, of September, we're going to be at, uh, at Mount Bethel United Methodist Church in Atlanta for the Rekindle the Flame Conference. There'll be hundreds and hundreds of people there. And I can tell you, God is going to heal. Pandemic, no pandemic, Cover on your nose, uh, 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 gloves, and uh, whatever you want to do. We're going to be paying attention to all of the, uh, of the guidelines. But I want to tell you, in spite of the paying attention, God is going to do power. Why? Because you're going to pray His name. If you pray His name, it's going to happen. You don't have to be questioning or arguing or feeling that you need another week of fasting. I need to pray some more. You know, I've seen some things in my childhood, early childhood, you know, a puberty that I'll never forget. I, I, I will never forget. I, you can just, uh, you can just... Uh, My father had a funeral to make. He takes his clothes, put it inside of a plastic bag, give it to me, put his belt around me on his underwear and tight everything there and jumps on the water. I mean, the river is over the banks in brown water. I'm talking about hard, difficult, real long river, about 75 feet of river. And he got to the other side, dressed behind the door, behind the, the behind the tree, and went for the funeral. I mean, I, I never forget that. I'll never forget a man that would do that to do a funeral. So what's important here is that the intent of Knowing something, the intent of doing something, the intent of laying hands, the intent of crying out to God for somebody that needs healing in their life. It's all you need to do is to have that desire. Like my dad jumped on the river with me on his back and I'm holding his neck. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Never... I told you that, uh, that uh, they buried the men on top of the hill. And I'm sitting there on the windowsill. You know, all dressed up, you know. And uh, suddenly I look back and that coffin is passing by. The water was so heavy that took lift the coffin out of the ground. And, and I yell and scream. They went to pick it up. 
I never forget that. Forget it. That's going to be in my brain for the rest of my life. But the idea is the intent to go and help that family that was needing a funeral. And, and you see, just to, to want it to do it and to help others in their suffering. That's who you are when you begin to pray. And there will be 75 people at Mount Bethel in September that will come with that intent in their hearts. They will pray, asking God for a miracle. So, look at Acts 15. Acts 5 verse 15. I don't know if that's what it is, but read, read Acts 5 15. And that will clear up a little bit on how the world began to move after the resurrection. Insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. Yeah, that's, that, that's a miracle. Just a shadow. Now, in, in, in other places, look at Paul at Ephesus. He is praying and praying for people and laying hands. And, and he picked up handkerchiefs and began to touch his sweat and pass it on. And the people took their handkerchiefs up in the middle of the streets and passed on to the sick in the closing areas. And people healed everywhere. Look at Acts 19.12. Would you consider that a greater miracle? Yes. Acts 19.12. Hurry up, hurry up. So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases parted from them, and evil spirits went out of them. Yes. Now, that's a, that, is, <laughs> that is something that is overwhelming. And don't doubt that. Don't doubt that that happened. Knowing Paul in his ministry, that's acceptable. Jesus healed during three and a half years in one country, Israel. And many experienced healings. But when the disciples began to move throughout the world, when the diaspora, diaspora, which was the Jews began to leave Jerusalem into other countries, People in His name began to pray. And millions were healed. Jesus started in Galilee and Jerusalem. The disciples took the gospel into the world, the known world. And millions received Christ. Greater things than these you do because I go to my Father. In His name. Not in quality, but in quantity. Yes, I don't know what that means, really, but that's good. <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> so the prior of faith can remove the mountains. The miracle of the gospel is that Jesus said in verse 12, Because I go unto my Father. Look at the end of part B of verse 12. Greater works than these you will do. Why? Because I go to my Father. He would not leave His church powerless. Mm. Yeah, that's right. 
Now, I'm not saying that you're supposed to do a, 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 a healing ministry and charge. I never charged anybody for prayer. I never charged anybody for a revival or a meeting. I never charged anybody. I, I guess my book is selling on, on, on Amazon.com uh, and order somehow, but I've been giving those books away more than I sell. What did Jesus meant when he said, Acts chapter 1, verse 8? You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witness unto Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. Now look at the three words. You shall be my witness unto Jerusalem, Judea, Gentiles, Samaritan, for the uttermost parts of the earth. Meaning what? Meaning that the gospel has power. When you look, 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 this little channel called Ustream that you're watching your the Bible study this morning, okay? Is seen in eighty to ninety countries throughout the world. Who told them to go to this lot of rain thing? Jesus did. You know, it's kind of hard to convince, but uh, is that right? Let me let me ask you the man in charge of that area, which is Jonathan Dunn. John, would you get that microphone and let me interview you? Your name is <laughs> Jonathan Dunn, and your job is oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, in terms of streaming, I. I sort of manage uh, to make sure our streaming is going out as it should. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one, is, one is, is, is the counter indicating other countries? Yes, absolutely. And the map at the bottom of our homepage shows you with little red dots all the countries that have access to our website. Yeah. So what, what makes, a, 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 what makes a, a, a little Rick Bonfin Ministries in Athens, Georgia reach out to the world? You shall receive power as the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall be witness unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the other countries of the world. Amen. It's not us. It is the power of God. Okay. Now let's take a look at Ephesians 4.8 to confirm this. Okay. So somebody get your microphone there and read Ephesians 4.8. Go ahead. Therefore it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. That's right. Say one more time. Therefore it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. He did. When he ascended on high, Paul says, he gave gifts to men. Now, let's go to verse 13. I don't have five minutes. Let's go to verse 13 of chapter 14 of John, we're considering chapter 14, verse 12, 13, and 14. Amen? So let's go to verse 13. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do.
So Jesus is in heaven. And we are here in Athens, Georgia. We're praying for a lot of people, a board here, that has a lot of people, their names from people that are ill. I'm praying for Sherry Cunningham this morning. I'm praying for Sandra Snell this morning. (coughs) I'm praying for Will Banks. Candy Candy Will Banks this morning. John Consoli this morning. Jessica Crow's mother this morning. Mike Reeder this morning. Who else? Dino and Captain Cates this morning. Craig Green, we're praying that the cancer will go away in the name of Jesus this morning. Tom and Gloria Minnick, that he will overcome that problem and become a blessing to his children in the name of Jesus. Anita Smith, we're praying for you, Anita, this morning. John Fain. We're praying for John this morning in the name of Jesus. And then the, the last of the verse says, the last of the verse says, if you sh- that the Father may be, that the Father may be glorified. So power to work, things to work, things are things, success for the ministry, conversion of souls, has to be vindicated how? In the name of Jesus. Now there are two prayers. One from Daniel and one from David that I want you to read. So pick up your Bible in Daniel chapter 9 verse 17. There are two prayers that these two men of God pray. Now I want you to hear them. Now therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of your servant. And his supplications. Cause your face to shine in your sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. Yes. He couldn't say in the name of Jesus, so he said for the Lord's sake. How about Psalm 84, 9? Behold, O God, our shield. Look upon the face of thy anointed servant. Our name is unknown, but the name of Jesus, the name of God himself. Is everlasting and powerful throughout eternity. So when you say in the name of Jesus, you activate heaven, you activate faith, you activate the power of God into heaven to come upon the earth and do according to your prayer. The prayer of a righteous man avails much. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to continue, but I'm just saying to you that Daniel prayed. And, uh, and of course, uh, 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 David prayed, so you can pray. You have the ability, the potential to say, in the name of Jesus. How good to be with you this morning. I hope that you'll be able to, uh, to continue to be with us. Would you let me know this morning if you heard this word? Communicate back to us, letting you know that you're there, so we can sort of uh, get happy and know that you're listening. Amen? Please do that.
Amen. Thanks for tuning in. Visit www.lighterain.com for more teaching. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Visit www.lighterain.com for more teaching. See you next time.